0: Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who really enjoyed the fire-in-the-hole sauce from Winking Lizard, Brandon Siegel. How you doing? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing well now, but I was not doing well
1: uh, when the fire-in-the-hole sauce came out. And we, we tried it yesterday, and it was an experience, to say the least. I, I wouldn't say I enjoyed myself. Um, in fact, I would, I would go along the lines that I never, ever want to do that again. Uh, that was not an enjoyable experience at all. Um, and here's the thing we were talking about this. I don't know why you have a differing opinion on this. Uh, but when, whenever I try like a really hot sauce, like insanely hot, I'm not saying like a three Mm -hmm. out of four hot, I'm saying like, it's got ghost peppers or Carolina reapers in there. It -hmm. doesn't taste like anything. There's no, there's no flavor. There's no taste. It's just spice. That's it. It's just, this is the hottest thing that has ever touched my mouth. That's all that, that happens. There's no flavor. I get no, like, no, like, "Mm, that's kind of good. And it's hot. Nope. It's just hot
0: that's it i think it was a decent i think like it's a like a it's a pepper flavor you know it's i think it's decent it's not it's not the best certainly not the best flavor that sauce was but it i doesn't don't think it's good. terrible i
1: don't know like conceivably why anyone would get those wings ever like that sauce on a wing
0: ever well it's literally challenge yourself like, yeah, okay to so to, that would be the literally. only reason but like, well other people might get them for fun because they like it no no i don't believe i that, literally that's don't believe a that. very small percentage of yeah. people
1: I, I literally don't believe anyone's getting that for fun. Of course, we have the third member of the podcast on today, and that is of course Ben O'Brien. Uh, ben, how are you?
2: I'm great. I, w- I wish I would have been there for you guys eating those wings, um, because I'm sure I'm sure Trevor was like, "This isn't that bad," and Brandon was probably about to go cry to his parents. I, I just imagine that's how. So it went. Uh,
1: when I first ate it, I was like, "Oh, this isn't that bad." And then it it lingered. It was a yep. this one That's lingered. This one yeah. wasn't hot on impact. It lingered. And I made the poor decision of I took I took a fry and I dipped it in the sauce. And I dipped like a decent amount in the sauce. It wasn't like a little yeah. baby dip. Mm-hmm. Um and I put it directly on my tongue, which was a mistake. That was that was a dumb decision. I put it on like you would a popsicle and then I took a bite of it and swallowed it. So then there was this just a uh, radiating core of death coming from the center of my tongue. Uh, mm-hmm. For the next twenty minutes, yep. um, and it it wasn't. I will say I it wasn't as hot as I thought it'd be, but it was definitely it was very very hot. Yeah, I thought I actually handled it fine. I was all right.
2: What's the you sauce do, called? Do you agree
1: with that, Trevor?
2: Fire, fire in the, in the hole. hole.
1: Good lord! Fire in the hole. It has ghost ghost peppers. Yeah, yeah, Ben, you you can okay. you can try it. Ben, I've seen you take medium. Uh, uh, just from like an average wing place just terribly. So this would kill you probably.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm terrible this with spices. Say- I'm better than you, but I'm not. I've never. I've no, never no, I, I don't spices. think so.
1: I don't think I'm so. Definitely. Better than you. I don't think
2: you're better than me. I, no, no, I, I don't would, think so. I, all right. so, so, I so have an idea. an idea.
0: No, I don't like I, don't I, want I to have do, an no. idea. No, I don't want <laughs> to do it. Next time we're all together, we'll go to Winking Lizard and then we will get like a little five pack of fire and hole wings. And then we'll have Brynn and Ben each eat a wing right and we'll see who goes for the water first i i i would just
1: i would rather just give ben the 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 honors here and say he wins than ever do this like i literally don't care just deal ben's like cool i didn't want to do it either i did
2: not a whole (laughs) wing is that's a lot that's a whole a whole wing of that stuff is a lot
1: i was thinking about it in like I genuinely would not want it on a whole wing. I really wouldn't.
0: Yeah, I mean, you would take one bite, and you wouldn't go back for a second bite. No.
1: <laughs> it would have to be a boneless wing. it have to be a really small one, and that'd be the only way i eat it. There's no shot I'm touching that with my hands. There's no way I'm putting a a, a bone-in wing up to my mouth. and My whole face would be just destroyed. Yeah, and then you got to keep it off the lips. No, I would never do that. Because when it gets on the lips <laughs> yeah, is when it starts hurting. Yeah, I would legitimately never do that, ever. Um... All right, well, we have a a fun podcast planned for today. Um, Small week on sports news. Uh, to be honest. Uh, but nevertheless, we have a good schedule planned. We're starting off with the Basketball Hall of Fame ceremony, which happened last night as we were recording this on Sunday. Um, we saw Tony Parker. Uh, we saw Dirk Nowitzki. We saw Dwayne Wade, uh, Greg Popovich, Becky Hammond, I believe as well. Mm-hmm. Um, was the, uh, the was? am I missing anyone?
0: I mean, there were more. Yeah. I mean, I have the whole list in front of me. The 1976 U.S. Women's Olympic team, uh, Gene Katie, Gary Blair. I mean, there's there's Jim Valvano. There's about twelve people or, or twelve inductees, including the team. So yeah, it, it was a and it was a really good class, one of the best ones in quite a few years. Just off the top of my head, I don't I don't remember all the class off the top of my head, but this class is really good. Um, and I'm not sure when the next time is that we're going to get a better class than this. Uh, but yeah, it, it it's really good, and I I always enjoy watching. Uh, it, you know, not the whole ceremony. That, I mean, the ceremony is like three and a half hours. Um, but even like catching like parts of the speeches from the inductees is always fun. And I thought we had a few really good speeches last night. Um, obviously, Dwayne Wade's my favorite athlete of all time. So it goes without saying that I loved it. It was incredible. I mean, his moment with his dad, um, you know, talking about... You know, just just throughout like his childhood, how his dad helped make him tougher, and you know, pushed him to be the best he can be, and then talking about how much Allen Iverson meant to him, the reason why he wears number three, the reason why he wears the arm sleeve. It was just so many great moments from that speech. It was an incredible speech. That D Wade had, and then you know, you had Dirk Davitsky who, who had a really good speech. Pal Gasol talked a little bit about Kobe. Um, Greg Popovich, um, had like an his speech went really long, and he had a moment where it seemed like <laughs> maybe they wanted him to close up. He was like, I'm not done, and he kept going. Um, I, I, I didn't watch that whole speech, so I need to go back and watch the entire Greg Popovich speech because I'm sure it was incredible. Um, I, I watched the Tony Parker one as well, and that was really good. So just an incredible class. Um I mean, again, like these are the player. These are some of the core people that I grew up with, like and these were like these were the people that were always involved in either they won the championship or they were right there at the end when I first started watching basketball, like the Spurs were the team to beat. The Spurs were kind of the the team that a lot of people were chasing after, obviously, the Mavericks are always good. And, you know, Pau Gasol and those Lakers teams and then obviously Dwayne Wade with the Heat. So it, it was just really cool to see them um, talk about their careers and, and stuff like that and how they got there. And I, I just always love moments like this. Um, but yeah, Ben, what, what did you think about this? Any Anything that stood out for you um, from, from the Hall of Fame ceremony?
2: I mean, it's cool. I'll tell you what. It makes me feel kind of old because I remember Dwayne Wade like pretty much his whole career. And the fact that he's now been done with his career and then four years has passed and he's in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. This is like the first time where I'm like, I feel kind of old because I remember Dwayne Wade for a a long – I mean, like obviously like, you know, I guess LeBron's been playing forever. And there's been other people that have already retired that I remember a lot of their career. But Dwayne Wade was the first one that it hit me and I'm like, damn, I feel old now. Because, I I mean, I remember when he was – like you said, I mean, I remember when he was like 21 years old in the NBA. So – um, it just makes me feel old. I didn't realize he would he would even be eligible for the for the Hall of Fame at this point. But no, it's deserved. I, I don't have I don't have a uh, I guess who am I to say who shouldn't should not be in the Hall of Fame. But I don't I don't have a uh, a gripe with any of these people that are being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, they they all seem like they're pretty good. I guess Popovich is a pretty good coach from what I've been told. So I won't I won't argue <laughs> that one at all. Um, Dwayne Wade's a little questionable, Trevor, but I, I think I'll allow it oh. as long as you can give me at least one good reason why he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Then I'll allow it. <laughs> because lebron kind of had to carry the multiple championships so i mean i don't know and then shaq had to carry the other one so honestly if we're being honest dwayne wade doesn't have a real nba championship they're all they're all mickey mouse
0: sure yeah that makes sense
1: i feel like uh the biggest takeaway i had which ben kind of already said is i'm old that's it there's all these players, all these guys that are in the Hall of Fame that I like remember at the prime of their careers. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's crazy that that I'm I'm this old now. Um so that's kind of sad. But I'm very happy for everyone that did get in the Hall of Fame. Um I, I think all the all all those main guys for sure. I don't know the other people quite as well, but all the main guys for sure, um, super well deserved. I mean, Greg Popovich, he might be one of the best coaches ever. So, yeah, he's like yeah, it, among sure. all sports. I'm saying not just basketball. Yeah, like among
0: all sports. He's he's probably my well, it's tough to say my favorite coach because I love like Eric Spolster, obviously. But like out, out, if I'm not including like my favorite teams, I think he's my favorite coach in any sport. Just I don't know, just just the way that the Spurs have have been over the last 20 years. Like he's just the guy that I look at as I don't know if he's the best basketball coach ever because you know Phil Jackson, Red back, like before, before my time. But Greg Popovich is kind of the coach that I've looked at of like he's the gold standard of coaching in like the like the time that I've grown up in. He's kind of like yeah. he's the guy, you know. Yeah. So here's my question, 100%. real
2: quick. Here's my question. What? Why has he like? Why is he just not getting into the Hall of Fame? I feel like he could have been inducted ten years ago. I would say. Yeah, I'm confused. Why is yeah. he just, still coaching? I feel, like, I feel like this was long past due. I mean, ten years ago he had whatever. What it happened was. ten years ago? he the dude had five that, rings. Like, why is it just not? What happened happened yeah.
1: Four years ago, that made him eligible. I'm confused. I'm yeah, not, maybe it's I'm not understanding coaches. the eligibility in the, the for coaches. it's yeah, because yeah, I mean, thing. like
2: he's still act. I mean, coaches are still active. So I don't really know he's how he's still active. Yeah, yeah. With so with not, Popovich, I
0: have I I have no idea. <laughs> with Popovich, I have no idea. With the players, it seems like it's technically four years, um, because I know that this was the first year that uh, Wade Parker, Nowitzki, and uh, Pau Gasol were all eligible. Um, as far as coaches go, I don't know. That's such a gray area. And like you said, like Popovich, I mean, he could have been eligible like ten years ago, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so it, it's definitely interesting that this is the year that he's being inducted so i i don't know it, it's kind of strange
1: i i mean becky Hammond's is the same thing she, she's still coaching
0: yeah yeah and, and her playing career has been over for a while
1: yeah so i don't <laughs> i don't understand that as much but yeah nevertheless players more than well deserved to coach frankly everyone well deserved um they all all deserve to be there um let's keep it moving along here um unless there was well, there anything else you wanted to mention Trevor? i should say that real quick all no. right uh to the our our nfl uh divisional uh i guess rankings i guess you could say we do one division a week all the way up to the nfl season gentlemen we are very close to the nfl season um we are less than a month away i think at this point right yeah we
0: are very close
1: um which is very very exciting um i'm i'm excited for this season as i am every nfl season um but today we are on our fifth conference or fourth conference
0: well, there's only two conferences. Uh, as far as divisions or, I mean, go, divisions, yeah. we're on our fifth division. Fifth
1: division. Yes. Um and today's going to be the NFC East. Uh the NFC East, uh, which has produced uh some very good records this past season. Um and they have a pretty solid division um, amongst the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Giants and the Commanders. Um so let's start with um I don't know, you guys want to start at the top of the division or the bottom? Um, I'm thinking the top. So let's do it. Let's start with the Eagles. Last year, um, the Eagles finished at 14-3. They made a Super Bowl appearance. They re-signed Jalen Hurts, which is a big deal. Um, the Eagles have Super Bowl syndrome, um, which basically what that means is they lost a lot of very important players. Very, very important players. They did keep a lot of important players, but this happens. When you make Super Bowls, your team uh, leaves. There's very few teams that I've seen in recent history that were able to keep a lot of their bona fide starters post the Super Bowl. I'll say the Bengals did a very good job of doing it last year, um, and they're a more recent example that has been able to stay together for the most part. Um, This season will be a a minorly different story, as I think they lost some more key pieces, especially defensively. Ben, I'm sure you could comment on that. Um, but, uh, I think the Bengals are still hold together, but this is not about the Bengals. This is about the Eagles. Um, the Eagles players, they gained, they gained Jason Kelsey back. Uh, Marcus Mariota is their backup to Edmonds, uh, safety, big pickup for them. Uh, they re-signed Fletcher Cox, but in terms of losses, some very big losses, CJ Gardner Johnson, really good cornerback for them. Javon Hargrave, great defensive tackle for them. Um, TJ Edwards was an excellent linebacker, especially in the, those, you know, later end playoff games. And Miles Sanders was a big loss. Um, so, you know, we we do see, they did sign DeAndre Swift. That's another big sign they had. Um, but I think if you look at the team as a collective unit, to me, this team got objectively worse. Um, now I think that they got a little lucky that the whole division, in my opinion, got objectively worse. But if we're looking at the Eagles top to bottom in terms of talent from last year to this year, uh, to me, they did not get better. Um, and this is just a product of a lot of guys on roster that had to leave due to wanting bigger contracts, and they were in the Super Bowl. I still think this is going to be a very good football team, without a doubt. But I don't see them winning 14 games again uh, at all. I don't know. What is their over-under, Trevor? What do we, what do we have as their over
0: So on uh, Vegas Insider, it's 11 and a half. So
1: I I will still— I. Oh, that's tough. That's I will tough go word. over on that. I will go 12 games for them. I still think they're a really, really good team. I think Jamin Hurts is great. AJ Brown is really great. Devonta Smith. Um, DeAndre Swift, I think, will rejuvenate that offense. Their defense is going to be the marginally more concerning thing to me. Their defense is really what rode them into you know a Super Bowl appearance. Um, their offense was great. Jamin Hurts was an MVP level candidate. Can he produce the same numbers? Can the defense produce the same numbers to me? I'm still going over. I'm still going to go 12, but I very easily can see it less than 12 for the Eagles. I think the outlook is still really good. But if you look at some of the AFC teams that I think got way better to me, it's, I think that Eagles have a tougher route to winning a super bowl i could definitely see them getting back but winning the game i think is going to be very tough but i'm going to go to you first uh before we go to trevor here what are your thoughts on the eagles
2: yeah tough division i mean I, they're still the best team in the division um they I, they still have a really good roster um according to the nfl they have the sef- second best quarterback in the nfl so good for them good for jalen hurts being the second best quarterback quarterback in the nfl um second I best, mean
0: according to who
1: they the NFL uh, did a top hundred. This is the most despicable thing I've ever seen. I was hoping <laughs> we would to talk about this. You would never believe the players that are above Lamar Jackson. Like they have like Jared Goff above Lamar. Jackson. You would never believe
2: the players that are That's above Lamar Chase. No, it's 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 embarrassing. Yeah. There's um, a lot. Of, anyway, there's a lot of recency bias on it. Um, it doesn't matter. But but Jalen Hurts is very good. He's a very good quarterback. He obviously had a fantastic year last year. No, they're really good. I mean, they have a lot of weapons on offense. Obviously, they they have half of, um the University of Georgia's entire football history on their defense. So um, <laughs> they, they, have, they have a lot of talent. I mean, I don't have a lot to say about them. They're, they're still very good. They might not, like Brandon said, they might not be as good as last year, at least on paper, which I, I actually think some people would argue they're better than last year on paper, but um, they're still really good. So, I, I yeah, 11 and a half. I, I think they'll win 12 games. I think they can go 12 and 5, so I'll take the over on that one.
0: Yeah, so with the Eagles, I mean, looking, I I think Brandon hit on some of the points that I was going to talk about. Um, It seems like the defense got a little bit worse in particular. The offense, I think, is pretty much just as good. I mean, uh, it doesn't seem like they really lost a ton of offense. I mean, they lost Miles Sanders, but they replaced with DeAndre Swift. Which is an upgrade. Yeah, I I was going to say, I think that's an upgrade. Um, But on the defensive end, I mean, You know, C.J. Gardner Johnson is obviously a really good um, player, you know, Robert Quinn, Javon Hargrave. I mean, these guys are all really good, experienced players. And, you know, in in the draft, I think the Eagles basically they they did, you know, prioritize getting players to replace these guys. But. They're, you know, they're rookies. Like Jalen Carter, I think, is gonna be a really good NFL player, uh, defensive tackle out of Georgia, Nolan Smith, linebacker. They drafted both those guys in the first round. So it's kind of like you're replacing um very experienced, great defensive players with rookies who do have a lot of potential and I think can be really good, but Are they going to be really good right away? Are they going to have the same impact as the guys they're replacing this season? And that's where I'm not, I'm not sure. I I don't really think so, but we'll have to see. I mean, they did do a decent job. It seems like in the draft Um, and they're still going to be really good, but I think just they were like, if not the best defensive team in the NFL last year, top two, top three. Um, so I think there's just going to be a little bit of a marginal uh, step back there. Overall, I still think the Eagles with an 11 and a half over under, I'd probably lean over as well. I think they can probably get 12 wins, um, but it's, you know, it's right on that line, 11 or 12. I'd lean 12 and I still think they're pretty, I would say pretty clearly still the best team in this division. And I don't know, we're going to talk about more NFC divisions, but. I still think the Eagles are probably the best team in this conference. I, I, you know, and it's a weaker conference. The AFC is definitely a stronger conference for sure again this year, but I think the Eagles are probably the best team in the NFC. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to look more at some of these other teams, but that's kind of my instinct right now. Um, But that's pretty much what I have to say about the Eagles. Um, Who do we want to move on next to, Brandon? What team are you thinking? So next up, let's just go down the the standings here. Let's go to the Dallas Cowboys. Um,
1: So the Cowboys last year were 12 and five, and this is a team that I feel like, I feel like for a long time here, the Cowboys have been good and just not great. Um, They always seem to have talent. They always seem to have ability, but they are unable to really get over the hump and win some playoff games. And I, I think that's where the Cowboys really struggle. We saw last year Dak go down, and that was tough for them. Um, When he came back, it didn't seem like he was 100%. Um, We do see a new Dallas Cowboys style in the front office this year. They are starting to make some moves, um, and they are shifting their focus to defense, which is really, really great. They did lose Zeke, Zeke Elliott, but honestly, it Zeke stunk at the end. Uh, in my opinion, it was definitely going to be time for the Tony Pollard show. They did lose Dalton Schultz, big loss. I really like Dalton Schultz uh, and Connor McGovern, uh, the guard, uh, who I think towards the end of his career there in Dallas was not quite as good as the start. But if you look at the gains that they had, they re-signed Ash they got Stefan Gilmore, they got Donovan Wilson, uh Dante Fowler Jr, they drafted Maisie Smith who supposedly has been absolutely excellent my man from Michigan. Um I like the outlook on the Cowboys. What I'm nervous about is I don't think they did enough uh to make them much better. Um I really really think that the Cowboys have the potential um to to be a really good team a really really good team i unfortunately don't know if i see it from them what's what are the cowboys over under so the cowboys over under i'm looking at nine and a half here nine and a half i i'm going over on the cowboys i know i was talking about how i think the division got worse and i keep on going on the overs but i think their over-unders are reasonable Mm -hmm. i'm gonna put 10 wins for the cowboys um i think they'll be excuse me competing for a playoff spot Um, and I really like their chances this year and we'll have to see how they do. Trevor, I'm going to go to you. What do you think here?
0: Yeah. So the Cowboys, the way they ended last season was, um, a loss to the 49ers in a game that was very winnable for them. They could have easily won that game um and their offense I think quite a few times kind of dropped the ball on a lot of those late game drives Dak Prescott did not have the best game he should have played better and um again it was such a winnable game and I mean anyone in the NFC was going to lose to the Eagles the Eagles are clearly the best team in the NFC last season um but but nevertheless the Cowboys were sort of they were somewhat close you know I I think that they could have beaten the Niners and they could have at least been in the NFC championship game, which would have been an improvement on, you know, past season. So the the Cowboys have a lot of talent. They have for years now. They ha- they've had a lot of talent for a few years in a row. They've been 12 and 5 the past two years. Um, I'm looking at here. And they still have a really good roster. I think on paper, it looks a little bit worse. Um, Again, Brandon mentioned Dalton Schultz was a huge part of the passing attack for them. Um, Their offensive line, I think got a little bit worse. It appears Um, that's what my instinct would be. Um, But they still have so many good players on their roster. Obviously, Micah Parsons is, you know, uh, probably maybe the best defensive player in the entire NFL. Um, He's definitely up there. Um, But, I I keep thinking I keep looking at Dak Prescott and I know it's not all on the quarterback, but I think it left a bad taste in my mouth with how they went out against the Niners because he just did not deliver in the biggest moment. And that was kind of um, the main difference in that game of why they lost was he did not really perform that well. So we'll see if uh, he could turn around this year, obviously, he threw a lot of interceptions last year. So we'll see if he can kind of come back. And I know part of it was injuries. I get it. But we'll see if he can have a really good season this year that he's definitely capable of. I mean, he's shown the flashes of being a really elite quarterback, um it's just that then you get to other moments and he kind of drops the ball which is what we saw last season um so that's going to be a major factor in what the cowboys are able to do in the nfc i would say
2: ben what do you think i mean it's the cowboys like like brandon said it perfectly they're they're never bad but they're never great like they're kind of just always whatever they're just kind of good um and i i don't know even with a healthy Dak prescott i just can't take him super seriously he's not bad he's not bad by any means He he can make some great plays but one, he's hurt a lot, and two, he's just, like like Trevor said, in these big moments in these playoff games, he just doesn't play that well. Um, and they have talent. I, I mean, Brandon said it, but I, I agree. I, I think Tony Pollard is, is an upgrade from what Zeke was at the end of last year. He was garbage.
0: I love um, Pollard. And, and obviously, upgrade.
2: Yeah, he's great. And obviously, CeeDee Lamb is a very good receiver, and the NFL thinks he's like a top three receiver in the NFL or whatever, which is whatever. Um, but they, they, have, they have weapons. It's just, I don't know. I, I just don't have a lot of faith in Mike McCarthy. Um, I, I think his time might be running out, especially if they don't play that well this year and it's whatever, like the Cowboys have always just kind of been a team that, yeah, they might make the playoffs, but they're not going to get to a, a, a an NFC championship game anytime soon. The NFC is not even that good, but, um, they're not even the best team in their own division. So I just don't have a lot of faith in them. I never have, and I never will until something changes. I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe they need a new owner at this point, but. Um, that I just, I don't know. They're they're not bad. Obviously, Micah Parsons is great. And obviously Trayvon Diggs purposely gets beat off the line. They do need a new owner. I think Trayvon Diggs, I think Trayvon Diggs purposely gets beat off the line so that quarterbacks will throw at him so then he can recover and get a pick. Because if he was good, they just wouldn't throw at him. But they throw at him all the time, which is why he gets like 10 interceptions a year. Um, so I honestly respect to that dude. He just purposely gets beat so then they throw the ball towards him. Um, but it's whatever. I mean, again, like they're not going to, I don't think they're going to win the division. If it's nine and a half, I, I, I don't know. That's tough. I think they can win 10 games. I think they can go 10 and 7. So I'll take the over. I think they go 10 and 7.
1: I One thing I want to comment about uh, Trevon Diggs, which I've seen comparisons to, just because this player has been in Baltimore for a couple of years. I mean, now he's not. He left. But Humphrey. he plays a lot like... No, no. Marlon Humphrey's still there. He doesn't play like Marlon Humphrey at all. He plays a lot like Marcus Peters. They play a very risk-heavy, like high-reward, high-risk uh, level of cornerback play, where basically they play... Uh, with a nice cushion in hopes of getting like the the past deflections and interceptions. It's not particularly my favorite style, um, but he has done well with it in the past two years. We we cannot deny the success. Um, which I think is important to note. Next up here we have the New York Giants. The Giants had a uh, very news-filled off season, re-signing Daniel Jones to a very large contract uh Saquon Barkley was you know in between some weird stuff getting his contract extended um and they ended up settling on a one-year deal so he will be playing this year so that is a good thing they did get the two pieces they needed to get checked out I personally am a believer in Daniel Jones however this is the make or break year for Daniel Jones in my opinion not because he got a big contract because they actually put weapons around him they drafted Jalen Hylett they have Paris Campbell Um, that they signed, who I love, Jamison Crowder, they signed, they have Saquon Barkley, Um, they signed Evan Ingram or traded for Evan Ingram. He now doesn't have an excuse. Um, I think it is now time for Daniel Jones. It is do or die. What can they do? They did lose Julian Love and Nick Gates, two players that I actually do like a lot. Um, And I I think potentially those losses um, will not be so great for them. But Um, we'll have to see with them. Trevor, what is their over
0: under? So I'm looking at eight and a half right here for the Giants, um, which is, I think about right. Uh, what what do you think about that number? Eight and a half feels
1: good to me. Um, I, I really think the Giants have the ability to make that jump this year, uh, with Brian Dable, Daniel Jones at the helm. He has his contract. He has the weapons now. I think there's no excuse to me. I'm going to go over on this one too. I'm going to go over. You said eight and a half.
0: Yeah, so eight and a half on one. I'm looking at another site that has seven and a half. So seven and a half, I'd be pretty comfortable taking the over, I think. Yeah, seven and a half, I'd feel very comfortable taking yeah. the over. Eight and a half is a little riskier. I, I would go nine wins for them.
1: Nine games for them. It's going to be a competition for second place between them um, and the uh Cowboys. The, the, thank you, the Cowboys, in my opinion. Um, it'll be it'll be close there. Ben, what do you think about the Giants?
2: I think. I'm not like a, I'm not a Daniel Jones hater at all. I, I don't think he's bad. I I do think like like you said, Brandon, he had a great year last year. Um, what he can't do is go back to what Daniel Jones was two, three years ago. Like he can't regress. He needs to continue to build on that success. And now he's got the stability of well, my my team believes in me. They gave me the contract. Um, at least off the field, there shouldn't be a whole lot of issues with him. He, he can focus on on the field because, again, he, he needs to take a step forward. If this team's going to win nine games or ten games, Daniel Jones has to play at least as well as he did last year. And like you said, now they have weapons around him where he has the ability to put up better numbers than he did last year, which was the season that got him paid. So if he can play well, I, I, I like this team. I don't think they're bad at all. Their defense last year was pretty solid. Um, and obviously they have weapons on, on their defense. And like you said, they they even added weapons on their offense. So um, I Again, they're not—they're not, they're not going to beat the Eagles. They're not going to win this division. But yeah, it's sec- fighting for second place is is fair. Um, I, I'm going to take if it's eight and a half. Oh man, I'm—I'll take—I'll take the under. I—I I'll, I'll, say they go eight and whatever that is, eight and nine. I—I I think they go eight and nine. Um, but it's close. Okay. I could see them—I could see them going nine and eight. They're going to be right around five hundred. I really do think, and maybe the Cowboys. I said they might win 10 games. Maybe they win nine games, and it's close. But I I, I can see the Giants being right around 500 8 8-9 nine or 9-8. Nine if I have to take one or the other, I'll take 8-9. and nine.
0: Yeah, with the Giants, I mean, just in general, I think this is one of the best divisions in football. It was last year. I think it still is up there, one of the best divisions. And with the over-under, I lean the over. I think they can probably get nine wins. Um, looking at their team on paper, it looks... You know, honestly, I mean, it looks like it's improved, I I think, um, which I know we were talking like a lot of these teams got worse. I'm not sure if that's the case for the Giants necessarily, just because, you know, you, you retain a lot of the main pieces that you have. You get Darren Waller, uh, you know, make a really good draft pick in Paris Campbell. You get Jamison Crowder. I mean, yeah, they, they lose a key safety in Julian Love. They lose their center. But. Um, I don't know. I I think it either nets out or it might be slightly better. And I love Brian Dayball. I mean, that was one of the biggest reasons why they made such a big jump last year. Uh, the, because the giants in in past years have had, uh, they've been run by a pretty terrible GM. They've had a pretty terrible coach and Joe judge. And now it seems like their organization's in a much better place. Um, and they have one of the better coaches in the NFL and Brian Dayball, I would say. So, I, I like the Giants. Um, I'm still hesitant on Daniel Jones. I was really impressed by him last season, especially in uh, the playoff and the first playoff game. They had the wild card round. I thought he played really well in that game. And I was like, that was the first time I was like, wait a second. Daniel Jones actually is pretty good. Um, that was the first time I seriously thought that. So we're just going to have to see if he can keep that up. Um because I'm, I'm hesitant on it. We'll have to see. But overall, I do think the Giants can get uh, about nine wins.
1: All right. So, Trevor, me and you are in, in unison here on mm-hmm. the Giants. Let's go to the last team in the division, the Washington Commanders. Um, interesting offseason for them. They got uh, a new owner, which is a big win for them, uh, as the outgoing one stunk. Um, and they have a big question mark at quarterback, which, look, Trevor, I'm going to be honest with you. That's not a good thing. That is not a good thing in the NFL. Um, they have Sam Howe, who seemingly is going to be the starter. I don't know how much faith I have in him. Jacoby uh, Brissett is the backup who did amazing for the Browns last year Um, in a much better offense than this offense, for sure. Not a ton of losses or gains for them, in my opinion. Nothing too crazy for them. Um, In terms of their draft, they got Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State. Um, Cornerback that I I think they they reached on a little bit. I, I still like Emmanuel Forbes, but... Um, probably a little bit of a reach in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I don't have a lot of faith in the Washington commanders this season, uh, at all. Um, I think Jacoby Brissett will end up playing and I think they'll end up being a, a bad to mediocre team. What is the role under? I'd imagine it's like six and a half.
0: So I have six and a half here. Yeah. And then I think the other site said the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Six and a half
1: i'll i'll go in the under uh for this i'm i'll go to six games i could definitely see them winning seven uh the the commanders always seem to just like pull out these weird games every year they overachieve Um, they do seem to overachieve a little bit so i'll go six games would not be surprised if that number rose at all
0: yeah i mean washington last year went eight eight and one which is (laughs) kind of surprising um, considering they have one of the worst quarterback situations in the NFL they have for the past for a while now, they honestly um, and it's going to be that way again this year. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe Sam Howell will turn into a good quarterback, but not this season. Um, it may be in the future, but he's still very young. Um, and then Jacoby percent. I mean, he's the backup, right? So that's going to be a, a bad situation to be in. I think, The commanders I mean they I think their defense is pretty decent um their front seven in particular is pretty good so I I guess that's part of the reason why they're able to stay in games and then somehow they're able to just grind out these tough wins um I mean just in the past three years in 2022 last year they were eight eight and one the year before seven and ten year before seven and nine so they they've had at least seven wins the past three seasons which is surprising because uh, I think just my perception of them is that they're just not a good football team. So the number six and a half, I mean, history says they can get that over. Um, but it, I don't know. I i just I'm just looking at the roster and I'm like, is this team really going to win seven games? It doesn't look like uh, that great of a roster. So my, my instinct says the under um, just because like looking at the roster, it doesn't look like it got any better um and did it get worse i mean maybe a little bit worse i would say so i don't know ultimately i think i'd go under uh i i'd probably say six wins for the commanders i hate i hate to agree with brandon so much but that's just kind of how it is today i guess
1: you just gotta agree with the football expert it's okay trevor <laughs> it's all right um ben what do you think about the commanders yeah i'm taking us, the under they stink up here
2: um they, they stink but i don't know I mean, either i like you said, Brennan, I don't understand Jacoby Brissett. Like at least for what he was for the Browns last year, he was pretty good. I mean, all he was going to be ben, was was a ben, time filler. I cannot filler.
1: understate. I cannot understate yeah. how great Jacoby Brissett was last. year. I mean, year all he all he, he was was a so time well. filler until well, Watson I mean, got back. But he did he, he was, did a good job.
0: He was decent. His, I mean, for a backup, backup quarterback, no, that's he playing played 11 great. Games He or played. played or yeah, <laughs> he no, no I I completely disagree, Trevor. Decent.
1: He played really really well for like the. Considering he's going into an offense that's not his offense. He is not the long term solution. He knows that. Uh-huh. He had a limited amount of time to prep with this offense. In fact, oftentimes Watson in in preseason games and stuff got snaps over him. He in snaps, he got practice that took away from Brissett. Considering all those factors, you look at the Browns offense, it's not like they had a great receiving core last year. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They statistically have a a bottom third receiving core. Um and I I think considering the effort that he had to put in with that team that was clearly not like like he was this placeholder he did a marvelous marvelous job to me if he was given like a team I I could see we could see him being like a bottom end starting quarterback and like doing decent like I feel like he could be like as good as like Garoppolo as his like top end
0: yeah at least I, from I, what I we saw last that. year I could see now that. granted the Commanders probably is not that, good, that but...
1: spot for him. Uh, they don't have a ton of talent around him, in my opinion. Um, so that might be a little bit tough. But I, I apologize for cutting you off, Ben. But I, I really think Bursett was great.
2: Yeah, no, it's I, I think he was pretty good. And again, like either either I know more than the commander's coaching staff, which probably is not true, or Sam Howell is better than I'm giving him credit for if he's gonna win this starting role. Um, but even even if he becomes a starting quarterback and he's playing well in, in camp or whatever, I, I still think he's a bottom tier quarterback in the NFL if it's Sam Howell. So quarterback situation, not great. Um, they have, I mean, they have good players. Brian Robinson's not a bad running back and obviously Terry McLaurin is like a number one receiver. So, um, they have weapons, but I mean, defense, they have Chase Young who essentially missed all last year. He should be fresh, but just not, I mean, compared to the other teams in this division, they're obviously not where, where they need to be. So yeah, I'll take the under. I mean, I, they're the worst team in the division. So six and a half wins. I I think they go six and 10, so I'll take the under.
1: All right. So we're in agreement here at six wins. All right. Well, that is the NFC East. Um, let's move along to our last segment here, um, we're doing another draft. You guys know how it is. Um, today's draft, we're only going to do uh, three rounds of three picks, and it is going to be best board games. Um, the reason we're going a little light here is we have a loose term on what a board game is, um, and, and some of us of the three weren't able to collectively put together 15 board, actual board games. But nevertheless, this is going to be a great draft, um, and I did not do an order. Do we want to Trevor, where do you want to draft? I'm feeling good today. Where do you want to draft?
0: Um, I'll draft second. All right, Ben, you want to go first or third?
2: Why did Trevor get to pick before me? Because I like him that's more ridiculous. than you. Uh, I won all three, the drafts in the past, if, that's why. Yeah, okay. That's not true at all. Um first of all, Brandon doesn't even make the graphics anymore, so it doesn't even matter. Um I if, I, I here's the thing. They take a lot of time and no, I have no, to be reminded to do them. You don't you don't have to do it. I, I, again I just think because there's no way that we'll ever prove this, I'm I'm just assuming that I would have won the last like three of them. That's fine. Um, I okay. mean, I'll go if we're just doing three picks, then I'll go second so I can get two picks in a row. Okay. Of my three. Ben, I'll go third. I meant third. I meant third. You, meant third. Third. you third. know what I meant okay. because right. I said two picks in a row of the three, so I meant third. You know what I meant.
1: Okay, I will go first. All right, so I'll 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 take an easy pick here. I feel like this is my personal favorite game. I'm gonna take Monopoly. Um, We were talking about it beforehand. I think Monopoly is a very, very strategic game. I like strategic games, so the more strategic, the better. Um, Monopoly is a classic. I know people are like, it takes too long. I just think that some people are bad at the game, and that's why it takes too long. (laughs) Um, And uh, it won't take that long if you know what you're doing. Uh, So Monopoly is my first pick. I I I would imagine you guys don't have it. I'm just, because we're only doing nine. I'm just going to take the ones. Like, I'm just taking off my board. I'm not going to try to play defense here. Uh, So I'd imagine neither one of you would have taken Monopoly. Uh, in your next couple picks, but I will take Monopoly with my number one. Trevor, to you.
0: Fair enough. That's kind of like the, uh, I think the popular pick there, Uh, number one. I think a lot of people probably agree with that. I'm going to take a board game that I love, that I think is also kind of strategic, but does not take nearly as long as Monopoly, and that's Battleship. Um, I love Battleship
1: Battleship um, at the the 1.2 Yes,
0: battleship. I love it. It's so much fun. Um just trying to figure out where you're gonna place all the ships and it's it's a good time. You know, you don't have to worry about it taking too long. But again, like I said, it still is a little bit of strategy there. So battleship is my first pick.
1: Um very surprised at the battleship pick. I had that as my last ranked board <laughs> game on here. Um I love battleship. No knock on battleship because I'm surprised you took that at the two uh the or the 1.2 ben you get a double up here
2: yeah um battleship i wasn't sure if it was gonna be kind of a board game but trevor i do like that pick i like to pick battleship um it's a good game ah man okay um all right my first pick i'll take the board game that i play by far the most it's not even close i'll, I'll take katan um i play that game i don't play a lot of board games but i play that game a lot it's a very fun game i'm terrible at it i think i've won maybe twice in my life i have probably played close to 100 times Um, but it's very fun. It's strategic. There's a lot of different things that you can do, a lot of different ways that you can approach it. You obviously had to make trades and things like that. So fun game, very popular game. Um, a lot of people like it. It can be lengthy, but it's not as lengthy as like a monopoly. So, um, I'll take that. The next game I'll take, I don't want to be that guy, but I feel like I have to be that guy, Brandon. I got to take chess. I got to take chess.
1: No, I was hoping it'd get back to me. You know, I love chess. I mean,
2: it's the, most, uh, it's the most it's I the most popular game back. prop board game in the world it's been around for th- like a thousand years or something crazy um i feel like i have to take it and it's such a pander because i've never even played it i don't like chess but i feel like i have to take it, it i mean it's it's Wait, sitting what? there it's sitting oh there my available God, ben, i have ben, to take hold on it. hold
1: on hold on i have been accused of pandering when i take things i like i been just said you don't even like it
2: yeah, I just said I'm pandering. I made it very clear I was pandering, and that's why I didn't take it first. I took it second, so it's not as bad. Um, but I mean, chess is like uh, easily the most popular board game in the world. I mean, can we agree yeah. on that? Why, why would I not take it? I mean, ben, no, okay. I want to play. You are
1: never allowed to say I pander again. This is the worst display I've <laughs> pandering ever seen.
2: Too, <laughs> what? I have never I said have not I don't pandered pander. That's not true at all, Brandon. Uh, he, I, this, I, he's, is, this is. There's a terrible. difference, though. I, th- I can claim someone's now, pandering. I, I was gonna make a graphic.
1: Pander. I'm now not making a graphic. This no, will never be posted.
2: Because you know I win graphic. because because you somehow let you somehow let chess get to me. I don't know how chess got to me. I, I didn't take
1: chess because I was like, there's no way either of these people are taking chess. It is gonna come back. And Ben, you know I love chess. You know yeah, I was in chess club chess? In, uh, in middle school. I love chess. Why would I not take? I assumed you
2: take it with the first pick.
0: So there was something I was going to say. I I think it's insane that you took something that you've never played. But what I was going to say was I've tried playing chess, but I'm like, I don't fully understand all the rules. So we need to get chess so that you can teach me oh, how to dude, play. I would love you. It's, so, fun. I, I wanna, it's so I want I would fun. like to like really learn I how have, to play I, it cuz I think I would love when I go it home, if I actually like fully learned how to do yeah, it. Yeah,
1: next time I go back to my parents house, I'll I'll pick up a chessboard cuz that would be so fun. I would love to teach you chess. Chess is yeah. so fun. And like it's you can worst. talk during it. Like we could just like hang out and just like play. It's fun.
0: I think I would I think I would really enjoy it. Um but okay, so back to me with my next pick. Um, I'm going to go on my draft board here. Um, it's a tough call. There's, there's quite a few I could take. I'm going to go with sorry. Um, not as much strategy involved with sorry. It's, it's, but it's fun. You know, it's, it's just something that you could have a conversation with friends. You could talk, you could play sorry. Um, you you know, you're mainly just like, uh, you know, you're moving along the board. It's, it's, it's a luck based game for sure, but sorry is a lot of fun. Um, and I played it a lot as a kid. So that's going to be my second pick here.
1: Okay. So I get a double up here um and i'm trying to think what i want to do i'm i was really excited to be able to to get chess and i really thought i was gonna come because ben you don't you don't play chess
2: yeah but it's a i respect it it's a it's a, the most famous <laughs> I, board I, game why would i this not this is take it?
1: this is crazy trevor this is i want this this is a highlighting moment on the podcast ben
2: took why is that in a
1: draft something he doesn't like
2: but i want them on my I'm team so it's upset. like it's like it's like it's like this it's like fantasy football or something it's like I hate this player. I hate this team, but I, but I want the player on my team because they're a good player. It's the same thing.
1: Like yeah, if the Steelers I, had like a really good that.
2: player and they're clearly the best option, I'm like, I, I I'm not going to root for them, but I want them on my team because they're going to help me more than they're going to hurt me.
1: All right. So I'll, I'll take with my fir- my second pick here, the game of life. Um, it's, it's pick. another fun one. It's a quick one. It's similar to monopoly. Um, it's very easy to understand. I feel like everyone likes the game of life. It's just kind of a fun game. Um, it's, it, you got some strategy and it's not as strategy heavy, uh, at all. Uh, and then I'm going to take the lesser chess here and I'm going to go checkers, um, and I really wanted to do chess in the game of life. Those were my top three. If I got Monopoly chess in the game of life, I would have felt like I for sure won this. Um, and I, I, again, I really love chess. So I'm sad I'm taking checkers, but checkers will do here. Um, it's still very heavy strategy. Uh, another fun game. Not as strategy heavy as chess, but it's still very strategy heavy. Um, so checkers will be my third pick in my last pick.
0: Yeah, I was kind of hoping life got back to me because I I really I think life's a great game. Um, so I was kind of hoping it got back to me, but it didn't. Um, I'm in I'm between two picks, and I think one of them is a very similar game to Sorry. Um, so I'm not gonna pick that one. I'm gonna pick the other one, which actually I lower on my board. Uh, that's Candyland here. That's a good one. Um, I like Candyland. Candyland is super fun. Um, again. Uh, I haven't played it in a while but played it a lot as a kid. It's just a very fun game. So that's gonna be my third pick.
2: Yep. All right. Hmm.
1: Ben, you get your last pick.
2: I know. Um I, I thought about taking life with my last pick because life's a great pick. I, I, I thought about taking that instead of chess, but I chess is just way better. I had to take chess. Um last pick here. I'll take I don't know. Do I take like a super simple game that's nostalgic or do I take a game that's more complex? That's more respected. You know what? I'm gonna take the game that I like because I got because I pandered the last pick, so I respect the draft too much to pander twice. I'm gonna take shoots and ladders. Could not could not be more simple. But as like a six year old, it was like my favorite game to play. I love shoots and ladders. Um, there's no skill to it. Whatever you're literally just rolling a dice and hoping that you hit a you hit a ladder and not a slide. Um, but it's fun. Get that feeling of getting your way up to the top faster than everyone else. Which again, it's just pure luck. It's a good feeling. So I'll take shoots and ladders.
1: Don't love that pick from you, Ben. That's not my my favorite pick ever. That's okay, because um, my second pick might, was might your was the two. best pick of the draft. I agree. I, I really do agree. I thought about taking it at first, but I thought potentially I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought about taking it first. I did. But all right. I think we'll wrap up the pod there for today. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, subscribe and leave five star review if you enjoyed. Go check our website, thesmallballers.com. Um Aaron and I will be back with the Cinemaniacs this week. I believe at some point in time. Uh we'll definitely be back with the five seconds of fame on Big Brother.
0: Mm-hmm. Um go listen to the latest episode if you haven't yes, listened to it. Yet. Yes.
1: We will be back. Uh that will come out probably Saturday. Saturday, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um 12th World Podcast. I believe they are not doing an episode this week. I'm unsure. Uh maybe it comes out, maybe it doesn't. Um, but with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.
0: Go, Falcons.